Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's the Hey girls, welcome back to Unfazed and Unbothered. I'm Camo, and if you are a visual, or if you're an audio listener, it is another solo episode, just me, myself, and I. I am very excited to get back to filming with Tasia, so next week's episode, I promise she will be here. She has been moving, she's been going through a lot of changes, a lot of things in her life right now, and she's been busy. Um, I have had had some issues come up like me and Tasia were going to film the other day and we would have had an episode this week so she was fully prepared to um do an episode this week but I was too much of an emotional wreck to drive comfortably and produce an episode but today I'm having a great day so um Last minute, you girls are getting a solo episode from me, but don't worry. I do have some topics that I do want to discuss. I have some um, submissions from the listeners. You guys, the listeners, I'm scatterbrained per usual. You know what? Speaking of being scatterbrained, I have, um, oh my God, tomorrow. Wow, I have an appointment tomorrow to see a psychiatrist, the first time I've ever seen one. Um, I'm very eager to see what they say and if they're going to medicate me because I know I need it. Um, I have really bad, um, definitely ADHD. I, I like It runs in my family. A lot of people in my family have it. Um, I do... I, I wouldn't be surprised if I suffer from depression, um, anxiety, definitely always had that, but I will say my anxiety has not been really prevalent in the past few months, which has been such a sigh of relief. Um, however, my mental state this past week was not so cute and gorgeous and yeah, I kind of 
I had some bad habits. Um, nothing too crazy though. Don't I wasn't doing no I wasn't shooting nothing up, no drugs, nothing like that. Um, but my eating was not efficient. I'll say that. We'll say that. But um I am also down 40 pounds. I'm very happy about that. Like I'm looking at myself in the camera right now and I'm like, you are a sexy bitch, you are. <laughs> I have not felt so good about myself in a long time. So although I have had a bit of an emotional week at the same time, it has not robbed me of my focus and my determination, which is very, I'm very thankful for because in the past, you know, I've had a problem with um, turning to binge eating when I'm depressed or going through something emotional or just dealing with something period. And now I am not doing that. I'm eating what I need to get by, but I'm not like, you know, when I'm sad, my, my thought is not to eat. Um, so we live, laugh, love that. I am, I'm honestly so excited for the summer because I have lost that 40 pounds since the end of February was it? Yeah, we're about to go into May. Yeah. Since the end of February, the last week of February, if I'm correct, that's when I really started focusing on how I was eating and what I was eating and how much I was putting in my body. And to think that from that that period of time to now, two months-ish, a little give or take, I've lost 40 pounds. It it really puts things into perspective for me because I'm like, holy shit, bitch, you did that in two months. You can do that again in two more months. And if I lost another 40 pounds, like I li- win. I lose another 40 pounds. I'm going to be so, I mean, I feel pussy now, but I'm going to be so pussy that I'm not going to know what to do with myself. You know, I have been so many different people in my lifetime. And this is the first time in a long time that I've been excited and like happy with who I am. And it's very, it's very cute and gorgeous. I think back to when I was like, super skinny and like I had not a care in the world you couldn't tell me nothing and I know like obviously life is not all about being skinny but you know it definitely does help like mentally for me you know when I'm not feeling my best like and it's it's a real thing if you're not feeling your best you can't perform your best and you're just not your best when you don't feel your best and that's not to say that you can't feel your best and be your best as a plus size person because I mean There's plenty of people out there who thrive and succeed and feel great and wouldn't want to be another version of themselves. But um, I personally have not been comfortable in my body for the past two, three-ish years, and I'm finally gaining back some comfortability. I'm finally looking in the mirror and feeling great. And, you know, something that somebody told me recently, they were like, you are so pretty. Like your face is just so pretty when you're just like in a, in a resting state, you know? And I have not really ever heard something like that. Um, and it really made me think. And I started like kind of hyper-focusing on like the content that I, I pump out to you girls. And I really thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm such an, a, an expressional person. Like I'm always making faces or I'm or I'm trying to like open my mouth in a certain way or like look silly and people don't typically get like a 
a real feel for how I really look, you know, because like, I'm always like, like, even now, like, I'm just like doing some weird ass face while I'm talking. And it's just like, I'm just very expressional. And part of that has always been because I was not comfortable with my face in a resting mode. And needless to say, the past week or so, I've been looking in the mirror, just like, look at me right now. This is just still no expression. And I feel pussy. I feel pussy as fuck. Okay. So I'm very happy. I'm I'm actually getting kind of hype um over this episode right now. So yeah, girls. I can't wait for the summertime, needless to say, because I'm gonna be throwing this pussy around. Um, not really, not actually. Um, but you know what I mean, girls. I'm just gonna I think this year it's gonna be the first year that I wear like a bikini to the beach. I um, have worn like, well, probably not a bikini. I have worn like high-waisted um, bathing bottoms. I didn't wear the top. I'm kind of going back and forth if I'm going to wear a top or not this year though. But yeah, it's going to be so cute. I, I literally have not been comfortable in my body in so many years. And now that I'm like, like the other day I wore this um, top out that didn't have sleeves. And it was like a little tank, a little crop tank, in fact. And I felt so good in it. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. My arms have been, like, a major source of insecurity for me. And I, by no means am I where I want to be. By no means am I content, but I am comfortable. And I did wear that shirt out with nothing covering my arms. And you know what? You couldn't tell me nothing. And I was getting, I was breaking hella necks, too. And it felt great. It felt good. It felt gorgeous. So anyways, girls, you can do anything you put your mind to. If you want to lose weight and, and you want that hot girl summer or that um, slim thickum summer, get into it. We, we have we have two or three more months before it's really like beach time. OK, girls. So it's never too late. I've been getting a lot of questions, even though I feel like I've shared many a times like what I'm doing. People still have a lot of questions. Um, and yeah, so I have just been. I have in the in the beginning, you know, when I first started losing um, weight, I was counting calories down to a T. I did get a little obsessive. And I will say that's not necessary at all. Um, however, I will say for me and my history of weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, weight loss, um, in the beginning stages, when I'm really taking weight loss seriously, it's always been like that I, I always get kind of obsessive to to a t with the calorie counting for like a month and then after that month I don't know you just kind of like have like a, a, a gauge of like okay well this is about that and I'm not gonna hyper fixate if I ate 1300 calories versus 1700 because as long as I stay within 13 to 17 within that range we're good to go and I know if I'm eating relatively the same things regularly, then I don't really need to count my calories like that. So um, I have been eating a lot of brown rice, eggs, cheese, um, a lot of cheese. I love cheese. Yeah, I love cheese. Deli meats. Um, I've not been having sweets. I actually had fast food the other day and I literally was so sick. The next morning I threw up everywhere. Um, yeah. Also, girls, don't look at my nails even though I'm showing you my nails right now, don't look at them. Close your eyes because that's scary as fuck. The gel. Oh my God, mama, what's going on? Anyways. Um, yeah, girl. So my diet, I've just been sticking to it. Lots of smoothies, lots of juices. Um, but 
no added sugars. I do not like added sugars. I don't add sugar to my coffee. I don't add sugar to anything. And any 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 amount, anytime I can avoid sugar, and I obviously eat and drink natural sugars, I eat fruit. But um, if it's like added sugar, bitch, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Which I just want to fucking shout out Harmless Harvest hands down my favorite brand this is not a paid advertisement they do not pay me they have sent me pr in the past and i would totally love some more because i live laugh love harmless harvest hands down the greatest coconut water you will ever have and it's pink a lot of people see it and they're like oh this is well this is not coconut water but it is there's i don't know what kind of i don't i don't know exactly what the process is that they use but um something about it it is naturally occurring and it becomes pink and they also have a um a coconut smoothie and when I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat a coconut smoothie, people be like, a smoothie? Like, what is it? Like, sweet and, like, sugary? Like, aren't you on a diet? No, bitch. It's not fucking sweet and sugary, actually. It's got no added sugars. It's basically, I, I don't even know why they call it a smoothie. I guess, like, the texture. Um, it's so fucking good. And it really just gets my pussy purring. Um, but it's like a, it's basically just the coconut water that they uh sell and the coconut meat from the inside of the shell and they grind it up and make a smoothie out of it and it's so good it's so refreshing yet so filling yet so you you just feel good drinking it and i'm gonna go get one i'm actually thinking about one right now and i'm gonna leave after this episode and get me one as well as my um arden gardens uh greens my green machine drink yeah i need that as well um so yeah, girls, that's on that. Walk your 10,000 steps. I've been hiking. I have been just doing doing my best of staying out of the house and doing things, walking around, whether it's the mall, TJ Maxx, just walk. I love the park. I live, laugh, love. Um, I've not been going to the gym, but yeah, if you know, your diet is 80% of weight loss. So I'm telling you right now, I have... I've I've heard so many people be like, why am I not losing weight? I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym regularly. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, what are you eating? And they're like, oh, you know this this that that. that. Yeah, no, you you got to get your eat. Like I've not been going to the gym, and I've still lost forty pounds in two months, give or take. So you don't have to. If you want to be a lazy bitch like me, just go for a walk. Go go for a little walk. Um, your iPhone is counting the steps every day. So period, I'm going to go on a break. Um, and when I come back, I'm going to get into the episode. I do want to discuss, um, some pretty hefty topics that are, uh, very, uh, relatable, but also very personal to me. So girls stay tuned. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back, girls. Okay, let's get into it. So, sexuality self-expression, identity. Let's get into it. Let's get into it all. Pronouns, all of it, girls. So I, my entire life, have always been questioned, always, people have always tried to figure me out, um, my identity, who I am, what I was born as, blah, say, blah. And, you know, I have answered this question so many times in regards to my pronouns and whatnot. And, you know, I've always said that I don't I don't care about pronouns. I don't I don't care either or way as long as you're respectful. And to a degree that I do stand by that. Um, I've never cared enough about labels to care either or. So, like, you know, if, if people call me he, I don't get like snarky or upset or, you know, um, but lately, um, I've really been thinking about that more. And I've been thinking about who I am more. And it, it really made me wonder, was I suggesting that as a way to make other people comfortable? Or did I really feel connected to that sentiment, that statement of, you can call me either or? And uh, it's like such a a, a weird um, I don't really know how to word this because like I don't care, but I do care at the same time. So like genuinely, I do feel more connected to femininity and um, feminine pronouns and um. I've never really felt connected to the fact that I'm biologically male. However, I'm not ashamed of it, nor am I, um, you know, repulsed by it or, you know, I'm okay with being who I am. Um, Everybody's different, but I do not, I'm very femme presenting, I would say, and, you know, there's a lot of things I want to work on on myself. There's there's a lot of things that I want to um, alter. There's a lot of things that I I, I want to get done to my body. And that's, you know, that's my business and that's my journey. And um, I'm excited to do all those things. Um, But, you know, as time goes on more and more, I really have thought about my identity. And I think that it's time that I share, which it'll be no surprise, but I am non-binary. I, it's funny saying that that's the first time publicly, I think, I'm pre- pretty sure this is the first time publicly that I've said this, but yeah, I, I am non-binary. I don't 
feel like I subscribe either or way. I definitely am more femme leaning, but you know, I don't have a problem with having a dick and there's plenty of female or feminine and females out there who have dicks. So, um, here we are. Surprise girls. Now I do plan on getting a Brazilian butt lift one day. Like that is my goal. That is like one of the biggest things that I am looking forward to when and where don't know. That's like a a big commitment and it's a lot of money. So one day for sure, hopefully sooner than later, um, I have been thinking a lot about facial feminization. I would just like, you know, my face to be softened up a little bit more. And I definitely want to get laser hair removal all over my entire body rather than, you know, just not just not my head girl. I need my, I need my long locks. But like, I hate shaving my face. It's like such an insecurity of mine. I have to shave every day. And it's always like complicated relationships for me. Well, not complicated them, but like, you know, as someone who's femme presenting, guys have always been into me because I'm feminine and, you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable being around them, I guess, with facial hair. And that sounds so sad to say, but like, I don't like my facial hair. I I know I've grown it out in the past and like, I've experimented with it. Um, I've expressed myself in so many weird ways and like, I look back at some of those (laughs) videos and like pictures of me in different stages. And like, while I don't regret it, like that was who I was. Um, Deep down, I've always felt this. I've always felt like this is who I am. I definitely go back and forth. So that's not to say that one day I won't feel a little more butch or masculine or whatever. Um, But I've never really connected to masculinity outside of me having a dick, but having a dick doesn't even make you masculine. So let me just shut up. I'm just rambling at this point. But sexuality and like identity and self-expression, like all of these things tie in together, but they're totally separate. And that's such like a difficult concept for a lot of people to wrap their brains around. I kind of opened up to my Mimi the other day about this. And, you know, she obviously knew that I was gay, um, but... I had to like really express to her that like the difference between sexuality and gender expression and your identity and just all these like different facets of self-expression and who people are and like men can wear makeup men can wear nails men can express themselves can be femme presenting and still sexually be attracted to females people biological men can transition to become female and still date females and I know a lot of people be here and stuff like that and seeing stories like that and they're like well why would you do that if you were ultimately just going to be with a woman anyways why didn't you know like that's not that's nobody's business like everybody's journey is different if they didn't feel comfortable in their body and they wanted to transition and still be attracted to biologically the opposite sex. That's their business. That's their prerogative. And it shouldn't matter to anybody. It doesn't have to make sense to anybody. And nobody should be made a spectacle out of. Nobody should have to explain themselves. I love talking about this. And I love, 
you know, having the, the safe space to do so. And I, I feel like I'm very open and honest, but I know a lot of people don't like to talk about these things because it makes them uncomfortable. And truth be told, I wish we lived in a world where we didn't have to explain ourselves. But, you know, until we get there, there's a lot of educating that needs to be done. And if, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to educate my listeners, my viewers, my audience um, as best as I can, because it's, it's, I know it's not my obligation, but I do feel like a moral responsibility, I guess. But um, yeah, like people can transition and still be, you know, you know, like a trans woman can be with a cis woman, like, or, you know, I guess, I guess that would be a lesbian woman. Anyways, y'all know what I'm saying. You get the point. Like everybody's different. And I think it's beautiful, the world we live in, where everybody can just fully be themselves. And I love seeing more and more every day people be comfortable. And I've, I see my For You page over time just getting more inspiring. I see a lot of people just really owning their truth. And yeah, we still have a lot, a lot of work to do for sure. But um, I don't know, I guess. Yes. I agree. Tasia actually just texted me. We have to get an episode next week, girl. So I'm telling you, this is not Tasia. So please don't give Tasia any flack. Don't be upset with Tasia because this is not Tasia. This is totally, this was a last minute thing. And I was going through some things the other day. So I'm sorry you guys didn't get Tasia today. We fully had planned on getting Tasia today. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, expression, identity, like, there's a lot of people out there who are confused with who they are. And it it's very scary when you're coming to terms with those things. Like I remember coming to terms with my sexuality and the hardest part, I think I've said this before, hard, hardest part was just uttering the words that I was gay. Once I did, oof, boom, didn't matter anymore. You couldn't tell me nothing. In fact, the next day I came to school with a purse. I felt that empowered by owning my truth. So there is beauty in you know, taking that leap of faith. It is scary. You know, I, I was curious what everybody was going to say, but um, truth be told, I was I was pleasantly surprised the next day at school. A lot of people bullied me um, prior and I dealt with a lot of bullying after, but um, I actually had a lot of people who bullied me prior to coming out of the closet congratulate me. It was such a weird thing. And like, obviously there was no excuse for what they did and how they treated me, but they they were like, no, this is not, I do not stand by this. I do not co-sign this logic because it's ignorant and childish and we were children at the time. So I'm just sharing the story. But like several people were like, oh yeah, I bullied you because I knew you were in the closet and I wanted you to come out. Weird way of, of you know, weird way of um, trying to help me out, I guess. Um, wouldn't even call it that. But anyways, um, needless to say, I was pleasantly surprised with the responses and the reactions. And, um, over time I just felt more and more confident in who I was. Um, but everybody's journey is different. There are people who, um, know at a very, very, very early age, like myself, I did. And there are people who don't know until they're in their late fifties, sixties, um, or maybe they just weren't comfortable to open up about it just yet. And there are people who live their life a certain way up until a certain point and then boom, something changes or they meet somebody and, you know, like that's the beauty in life. 
everybody's different. Like it, it, it shouldn't be um, complicated. You know, I have always, I've also, you know, always been involved with guys who were either new to the game or curious or down low or um, first timers, if you will. And, you know, just because you may have not like, you know, foreseen yourself being with somebody. Let me just say this. Let me, I'm just blabbering at this point. Okay. So I had a thought the other day when I was in um, a state of depression and it really, I have good and bad days. Um, Everybody does. But I was having a really bad day the other day. And one thing that kind of fucked me up, and this is not necessarily true, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to upset anybody, but this is a thought that I did have, and this is just me being candid and honest, um, but something that did come to mind that kind of bothered me and really sat with me was when guys are growing up when anyone's growing up when they're kids when people are kids they have these ideas in their head that you know of what they want their life to look like and most little boys picture their life with a woman and they have a house and they have a family and babies and what got in my head the other day was in a moment of doubt and insecurity I thought to myself, how shitty it feels knowing that my potential husband, my you know partner, whoever, potentially never, like I was not their dream girl or I was not their dream partner. Like growing up, like, and, and it made me think like, what if, you know, I don't think that I could have been or people like me were ever somebody's dream girl dream partner and I know it sounds so fucked up to say and so ignorant so please you guys like this is not there's there's no truth behind this is just my like open thoughts and I probably shouldn't even like be sharing them I'm oversharing as fuck today but it was a a thought that came to my mind like how shitty it is because you know I have a lot of um sister girls like myself I have a lot of I'm friends with a lot of dolls, a lot of trans girls, a lot of non-binary girls, non-binary people. And every one of us has had the same experience. We get involved with these people who are not certain of themselves and it just like causes a lot of problems. And it's hard to find real love when you are somebody like myself and my experiences um, previous to my current situation, everything has been a mess, a disaster. And it, I was like talking to one of my sister girls about it. And me and her both just break, broke down about it because like we, she was like, she damn bitch. Like you're, you're right. Like I never thought about that. And it's like, it's, it, it's sad because I wish we lived in a world where people were represented and val- validated and like recognized as like, okay. And like normal and regular people. Um, rather than taboo and I just I hate feeling like people like me out there get in these relationships and then they have all these doubts and insecurities because their partner may be previously identified as straight and that's been my situation time and time again every every guy I've ever been involved with was straight 
prior to being with me and still identifies as straight to this day. So it, it's it's done like a number on me mentally because I'm like, okay, well, you know, every guy that gets involved with me, they have all these great things to say like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so great. You're so talented. You're so funny. You're so this. You're so that. You're so charming. You're caring. You're compassionate. Like all these things. And then ultimately left me for a female. And so like, it just made me think like, holy shit. Growing up, I was not their ideal woman. I was not their dream girl. I was not who they envisioned themselves with. And like, I don't know. I wish people would really, I, I've never liked labels, but like the, the whole pansexual thing really makes a lot of sense. Like even as someone who has only been with men um, romantically, I have always been open-minded to the fact that if I met somebody and it worked, regardless of their identity, like I wouldn't deny it. And I would, I would, I would go for it. You know, if, if the vibe was right, the connection was right, the chemistry was right. Like, and I was able to maintain a, you know, healthy, happy, satisfied sex life, then why not? Um, but I do know that, you know, that is kind of like scared a lot of guys I've been involved with in the past because they never had seen themselves with somebody like me. They'd never been with somebody like me. And they get with somebody like me and they do, you know, develop very strong feelings for me. But then it confuses them because they get to this point where they're like, oh, my God. I have to tell my parents, oh my God, what are my coworkers going to think? Oh, this was not the dream that I had in my mind. Like, this is not what I planned for myself. And it starts to confuse things and then it complicates things. And then without giving it a fair chance, they're like, oh my God, let me just pack ship and dip up out of here. So for everyone who's listening, if you are somebody who has been involved with somebody that you maybe previously did not foresee yourself with but you but the vibe was right don't deny yourself that pleasure don't deny yourself that love like if it's right go for it who cares what other people think like I can't express that enough like I feel like every episode I have to put that out there like stop giving a fuck what people think um give it a fair shot like if the vibe is right give it a fair shot that's all I got to say about that Um, but express yourself however the fuck you want, dress however the fuck you want. Don't let anybody tell you who you can and cannot love or fuck or whatever the fuck you want to do, bitch. Live your fucking truth. Um, I'm going to go on another break, but when I come back, I'm going to be sharing some, um, of you guys' stories and submissions and questions about sexuality and identity and expression. So, um, stay tuned girls. Okay, girls, welcome back. Here we are. I am going through my Instagram DMs and the submissions and girls, it's going to be a juicy one. Okay, so. Okay, coffin underscore mate. I've known I'm bisexual for a long time, but is coming out for the right person considered toxic? Absolutely not. Um, In fact, I think that that can be be a a wise thing however you look at it um I guess there's not really a right or wrong way to come out or when to come out um but you also don't have to be pressured or feel a pressure to come out or open up it's that's like such a personal thing like even if you didn't ever want to really like come out come out you don't have to um but um No, I think coming out for the right person, I don't think that would be considered toxic. Um, I think that actually would make them feel great, you know, honestly. I think that that would make them feel secure. 
that you felt so secure and so um, into them that they gave you that boost of confidence to do so. So actually, I would I would suggest just going for it. I, I think that would be beautiful. Um, okay. Um, Joanna Kennedy asked, can you name some things that have made direct impacts on you and the way you identify today? Um, I think, I don't know. Okay, so I think it's very ignorant to suggest that, you know, oh, the way that you're raised and the way that you are dressed as a child and whatnot has a direct impact on how you feel sexually growing up or like when you're an adult. But um, I do feel like my role models were all women growing up. And so not that that made me gay, but I definitely feel as though I was inspired by a lot of females a lot of you know my mother I loved her she was my best friend and she was a role model as well and I loved always watching her put on makeup and like I loved going shopping with her and like just seeing all the women's clothing um, the accessories so maybe that had something to do with the way I express myself for sure Um, but not to be confused with like the notion of, oh, he played with Barbies. That's why he was gay. Because let me tell you, people thought I was gay because I was playing with Barbies. I was gay because I like dick. Okay. Well, I didn't know that at the time. I, you know what I'm saying though. Anyways, um, so Levi, Leviathan. Okay. Leviathan underscore spit. So many people have labeled me before. I don't even know my own labels. I don't know how to navigate, to be honest. Okay, well, that is fine. You don't have to fit a mold. You don't have to put yourself in any box. You don't even have to subscribe to any labels. Um, that's that's just the reality of things. You don't have to. If you feel connected to any of those labels, label it up mama if you don't you don't it doesn't have to make sense to anybody but yourself and that is the tea of the century um you don't have to explain yourself if you want to identify as pansexual cute um if you however you want to fucking identify and label bitch just do it okay don't 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 a lot of people knew i was gay before i came out of the closet um but that's not to say that i couldn't have turned out straight you know what i'm saying like they didn't pressure me into that. I knew who I was, so I came out of the closet. But what, you know, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. If somebody was calling you a lesbian and you're not a lesbian, you're not a lesbian just because everyone is, you know, pushing you either or. Be who you are, bitch. Don't, you don't have to explain yourself to nobody. Um. Okay, so eat my cosmic cum. Oh, what a cute name. I often get hate because I only date, or... Because I won't date cis men, only trans men. It's my preference. You get hate. That's honestly so fucked up. I will say, as long as it's not like um, a fetish thing, which I, that's not the energy I'm getting from you, um, that's not a problem. Um, and that actually kind of contradicts maybe what I was saying earlier. I mean, if you know that's your type, you love trans men, like that's beautiful. Like that's your type. Um, but. That shouldn't be an issue. I mean, that you know what you like. If if 
if that's what gets your rocks off, if that's what makes you happy, if if that's the connection that you want to cherish, bitch, don't listen to what anybody has to motherfucking say. Um, let's see what's next. Okay. So Mood Ring 1999 said, when I came out as gay in middle school, it actually made me very popular to the point that bitches hated me for being liked and started rumors of me with grown men. Um, yeah, that, I think when I came out of the closet as well, it kind of catapulted me in like, in the hierarchy scale at my school. Like, I don't know, there was only so many of us. And so like, I was like one of the handful of gays. So it kind of like put me in this like box, I guess. And, um, Bitches was talking, bitches was talking. So I can relate to you on that. Um, not so much the rumors of grown men, but I had lots of rumors that every other gay in the school that I messed with, every this, that, so many rumors. None of them were fucking true, except maybe one or two. Um, so Kayla underscore Barker, is there such a thing as too young to know you're LGBT? Um, no. I, I don't think so, but I do know that we are ever-changing with time, so just because someone feels a certain way one day and then maybe five years down the road they don't feel that way, that's totally fine. But I will say for me, I do remember knowing at even the age three or four that I was gay and like telling my mother I was going to marry a boy one day when I was in her lap at like age three or four. So um, I knew, and I, here I am today, all these years later, um, still loving dick, so don't think you're too young let's see um miss little baby pips pipesies uh pip three ss okay period whatever that means how do i know my sexuality only dated men hooked up with women but also just vibe just vibe okay period um you know, sexuality is so fluid. You could have experimented with that woman and, and maybe you don't ever want to do it again. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you'll experiment more. Maybe you'll fall in love with a woman and marry them. Like, who knows? Um, I think you know your sexuality when you ask yourself or you, you know, accept. I, okay. What's crazy is I was watching gay porn and I was into men, but I wasn't identifying as gay. Okay. And I, I, I played this game in my head that I, oh yeah, I would maybe mess around with a guy, but I would never date a guy romantically. Like, ew, like, ugh, I like women. But once you like are, you know, true with yourself and you like, really accept what you're doing and thinking and like how you're feeling and you ask yourself why do I like women why am I attracted to women why do I like men do I connect with them emotionally romantically sexually and then that will kind of answer your question there darling um okay I'm gonna answer one or two more Okay, so Princess of the Night, I'm newly realizing I'm pansexual and I have a crush on a new girl. I don't even know what to do. I've never had queer friendships. So, like, do I tell her? Fuck yes. Tell that bitch. 
or that kind woman. So sorry. Um, tell her, be like, girl, listen, I've been thinking about you and I want to think about you more. And I think that we should get to know each other and boom, purr. It could be a match made in heaven. Who knows? But congratulations on you stepping into your truth. I'm very proud of you. And that is a, a beautiful thing. So um, the next Power Ranger, I am a lesbian woman. That's all I know of myself. I don't care for pronouns, but it's hard. Um, okay, period. You don't have to care about pronouns. I've never cared about pronouns, but I am now realizing that I do prefer female and like feminine, maybe not female, but just feminine in general. Like if I'm out in a fucking dress and I got makeup on and my face beat, I don't understand how someone could refer to me as male. And it's not, and it's not me getting upset because like, oh, I said I don't, or I've said I don't care about pronouns. So how can you like, what I'm getting at is like, there are trans women out there who present themselves the same way I present myself and they actually fully identify as female and people would still be like, sir, sir, sir. And so it makes me think like maybe just because I as an individual don't care as much about pronouns and I do kind of like feel connected to the fact that I have a dick or whatever and you're calling me he while I'm in a dress and makeup, it makes me think now, oh, well, you're transphobic because you would not be respecting an actual trans woman's pronoun. So, um, where did I just go with that? Oh, the pronouns things. You don't have to give a fuck. Don't live your truth. Okay. Um, wow. That was a little tangent anyway. So, um, Bailey Lynn. So I'm straight or so I think, but I enjoy lesbian porn. Is that weird? No, not weird at all. Um, but ask yourself why you like lesbian porn and what's stopping you from making a lesbian porn. Um, you know, you, you obviously like to see the pussy. So maybe you would also like eating it. Who knows? Try it out. Maybe you'll love it. Um, Okay, so Xanadu create underscore creation said, I just learned that I am asexual. Never thought that I would be. I'm trying. Okay, period. I do not want to come off ignorant by any means, but I personally struggle to understand that. It's not something I'm very educated on. Um, maybe I should do more research, but um, if that makes you happy, if that makes you content, live, laugh, love, baby, no judgment. Um, but I personally... I'm such an affectionate and sexual person that I can't imagine somebody not feeling connected to that, but we're all different. So at the same time, I got to fucking bite my tongue. Um, last question. Um, our slars zero zero one asked, do you think people can identify as bisexual if they never plan on pursuing a serious relationship? Yes, because sexuality and like you can there are people who are sexually attracted to the same sex, but not romantically. So they would, you know, like fuck, but they would not have any desire to quote unquote date romantically. But I do kind of I have kind of. In my personal life had problems with that because um, a lot of guys have in the past, like talked a big game, but ultimately they knew they were only sexually into me. And so I do kind of like, 
I would say to you with any partner or anybody you're involved with sexually, let them know up front because when people fuck, there are feelings involved nine times out of 10. Somebody's going to feel something if if the vibe was right. You know what I'm saying? So so if you want to just have sex with women, but you don't want to commit to a woman, just make sure that out of respect and just to be a fair human being that you let them know from the get-go, I just want to eat your pussy, okay? I'm not trying to put a ring on it. I'm not trying to see you like that. But then also ask yourself why. Why are you denying yourself that um, possibility? I mean, maybe maybe you wouldn't like, maybe you would like a relationship with a woman. Maybe, maybe it would be easier. I, I don't know. I don't know what your life story is, but um, don't, don't um, deny yourself that, you know, because I know I'm not saying that this is true for you, um, but I know a lot of people are sexually attracted to both, but would only commit and date the opposite because it, it would be easier for them. But don't ever deny yourself real love and a real connection if the vibe is right. Run with it. It's so rare to find somebody who will put up with your shit, who will love and respect you and show you loyalty and compassion. So if you find that and it's a woman, maybe stick around. I don't know. Or don't if you know ultimately you wouldn't be able to. So you can identify as bisexual if you're only sexually into the same sex. Nothing wrong with that. Just be upfront with your intentions always. That's all I'm going to say. And girls, I think that's that wraps up today's episode. Um, I hope you learned something. I feel like I overshared quite a bit and I did a lot of rambling, but I live, laugh, love you. Review, rate, let us know what you want to hear and get ready for next week because Tasia will be back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.